following message is from Narrative Church, a Lutheran church located in Williamson County, Texas. For more information, go to www.narrative.church. So our first reading is Genesis 1, 1 through 3. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters, and God said, Let there be light, and there was light. Our second reading is from Hebrews 11, 1 through 3. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. For by it the people of old received their commendation. By faith we understand that the universe was created by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. And our final reading is from John, the first chapter, verses 1 through 3. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. This is the word of the Lord. And so as we get going with the sermon today, we're talking about creation. I just want you to take, we'll say, two and a half minutes. Turn to the people that you came with, or if you're online, you can turn to the people you're with watching, and you can type in the comments as well. What is the most beautiful place you have ever seen, and how did that beauty make you feel? So two and a half minutes, what's the most beautiful place you've ever seen? All right. I know, long 30 seconds, batteries died on the microphone, so you got a little more time. Um, most beautiful place you've ever seen? Just shout it out. Grand Tetons? Rome. Oh, man, cool. The Wow, you win. Toby said the world. Gosh. Anybody else? Oh, okay. Ooh, Crater Lake, nice. Anything online? <laughs> Great. The, the round rock in round rock. Okay, what's yours, Toby? Oh, nice. So, we all have different places. I'm going to go out on a limb and say none of us just said words and those places appeared. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm also going to go out on a limb and say, like, none of us are probably creative enough to think, like, man, like, for Crater Lake, for instance, what if I had a volcano, but then it was a lake? Right? Like, first off, you're going to figure out a volcano on your own? Like, that's impressive. But that's, in the creation account, I think sometimes it's very easy to get lost in thinking about just kind of we can blur through the first portion of God creating everything and forget that like, man, there was nothing here and he made everything that is, which is like mind-blowing and all at the same time just beautiful and incomprehensible. Um, and so he creates all these things. And in the story, I love it because um, it just says, you know, God makes it and he goes, you're good, just like the creation account says. You know, he made night and day, and it was good. He made the animals, and it was good. 
And so all of these things, he gets to man at the end. I like as well the, um, the way the author talks about that they were born and the first thing they saw was God. You know, they were made, the first thing they saw that was God. And so they were created to be fully immersed in his love and in his goodness. But I'm not, I'm not going to get too much into this because this is for next week. Pastor Ted will talk more about it. But, like, we don't have to live long to realize not everything is perfect as it was created. Um, thinking of creating things, anybody ever make something and have to go to Home Depot to get stuff? Yeah? Anybody ever make something and take, like, an extra two trips to Home Depot? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's, it's funny. We all laugh, but it's like even in that simple task of we can plan everything out, and even if we have all the plans 100% right, something can go wrong. And the simple thing of like, well, shoot, now I have to go buy another you know, piece of plywood up at Home Depot because I made the wrong cut. Like that simple thing reminds us that, yeah, if we were to try and create these things, <laughs> they would not be perfect and good. And then the harder thing too is then it's like, man, well, that means at some point that like humanity, we're also broken. The beautiful thing is though, A, God doesn't need Home Depot, um, pretty great. But the frustration that we feel in all of that, we don't get left in it. We don't have to sit there in the frustration of our brokenness, even if that is something as silly as a DIY project, or it's something as hard as a struggle that just never goes away. And it seems like it always comes back. We don't just have to sit there. Um, and so if we go to uh, the Hebrews reading as well, I love the by faith portion there. So we get in that reading in Hebrews 11, you get all these other points where the author of Hebrews is going through and talking about by faith, Abraham, by faith, David, and they go through and talk about all these different people. And I think the easy thing to forget is at the beginning, it talks about even just by faith, we understand that God created everything. It's not like, oh man, you know, I went and did all the math on it, and that's exactly where it was. I'm not saying that like science isn't cool and science isn't good, but what I'm saying is we can sit and look at the numbers all day, but it's faith that is what brings us back to God's goodness. And it's faith that reminds us in our brokenness, we don't have to sit there. Because if you're like me, I know I'm broken, but I still think, well, yeah, but for me to get the goodness and the grace and forgiveness that God has for me, I still need to do X, Y, Z. Or I'll get that when this problem stops. But the beautiful thing is, by faith, we know the goodness God has for us. We know that because of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection, taking away our sin, we know that just as we read in the Jesus Storybook Bible, where he's saying, hey, Jesus says, hey, you look like me, and you're good. Even at our lowest of low, Jesus looks at us and says, hey, you're good. You're good. Not at some point when you think you've got it all together. Not at some point when you think you've checked all the boxes, but right now, you can let go of all that other stuff. You can let go of the brokenness and remember my goodness. And so just as God created man and said, you are good, 
I want all of you to know today, God looks at each one of you and says, you are good. Right now, right now. Not like, oh man, when I get home and I make this to-do list this week, I'm going to read my Bible every day. I'm going to go work at the soup kitchen. I'm going to go do this, that, and the other thing. No. Right now, God says you're good. If you still go do those things, though, that's not bad. not saying don't go home and read your Bible. not saying don't go love others through service. But right now, before any of that, God says you are good because of Jesus. And so as, as we go out through the week, we remember that. When we see creation, that's a reminder that, hey, even in this broken world, there's still goodness because God has made it. And God says we are good. So the little kind of challenge this week, when you see something beautiful, two-part challenge. Thank God for the beautiful thing. And remember, you are good. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I thank you for creation. I thank you. Um, I've said it multiple times already, but it's just so cool to talk about you making the world and getting to be outdoors doing worship today. I thank you for that. I thank you that we get to hear the birds. We get to see the beautiful things around us. We get to see the beautiful people around us. And remember, you have made all of us good. That you don't leave us, but you call us your children. And every day, because of Jesus' love for us, you show us that we are good. This week, Lord, let us go out declaring that not only to others, but also that we would declare that in our lives, that you call us good because of Jesus. It's in his name we pray. Amen. Thank you.